0: Well, what a privilege it is to be here. I love this uh, Bible study. Um, I think of Carol Mason; she always has come up here. I love, I was two Christown chicks. Yes. <laughs> She's one of the reasons why I'm teaching actually. Took her class, and it's just fabulous. If you can take Carol Mason's class, take it. Wonderful. Um, this. Bible study I've been coming to for over three decades. Uh, It's been going on for 65 years. Naomi Wright was the founder of it. Wow. I miss her so much. Um, But I'm so glad that it's continuing on ever in in the circle. And um, the treasure that I've gotten from Titus 2 is immeasurable uh, for... Uh, living a godly life, uh, living uh, in a good marriage, raising children that know the Lord, and uh, it's just um, the tools that you get here are true treasure. Anything that you get from the word of God is treasure, and uh, it never comes back void. Uh, I was talking to Sheila this morning, and uh, it never comes back void, and it's so true. Um... Anyone that doesn't know me, my name is Jan Larry I am um, been married for 41 years, and um, I have four children. I have two children in heaven, and I have two children on earth, and you know Janelle. Janelle was born one year to the day of burying my son, and, um, and then we had our little Michael Ryan. <laughs> He's not little. <laughs> we have two children that live in our home, and uh, Michael Ryan is one of them. Um, our firstborn, he went to be with the Lord when he was uh, 11, and our secondborn when she was 22 with her uh, boyfriend-slash-fiancé. Um, my husband and I have been through a lot, and um, um, uh, but God is still so good to us. I look at our days, and really 98% of our days are wonderful. Um, that two percent, I think would be two percent would be uh, um, uh, not so good. <laughs> but really, when you look at your life, every day is a gift from God. and He is our portion and He is our, our strength and the joy of the Lord is our strength. So you are able to have joy in spite of hardships that we live in life. I took, um, uh, I have three principles that we can use to help choose joy in the midst of, of the storms and trials of this of this world. And uh, I, I took joy and I put it into J O Y. And the first way to have joy, to choose joy, is to really know Jesus. Have Jesus in your heart, in your whole being, and never selling your body, really. And the way that we get to know Jesus is is by learning his word and digging into his word, meditating on his word, saturating yourself with his word and living his word. So we don't just hear his word, but we want to live his word. And we we never know if we might be the only Bible that someone reads by our lives and and the most that we can really help people is uh, the way you live your life pointing them to Christ. And these these times when it's really hard is when uh, the road meets the road. And this is when you know Jesus is the true, is he is truly who he says he is. He is the I am. And if you look at who he is in the I am, he's our good shepherd. And He's uh, he's the light of the world and he's the resurrection and the life and he is the way the truth and the life i say this to myself every day that you are the way the truth and the life i mean that puts it in that shell and you are the true vine and if we keep in the vine we are the branches we keep him as the vine he's the food he's the food for our soul and our life john 1 1 2, 3 says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in John 1.14, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, in the glory of the only begotten truth. Jesus is the Word. Jesus is the Word. So if we want to learn about Jesus, we need to learn His Word. And every single problem in this world, every single problem that you will have, that you will face and you will face because he promises that we will face problems that's what grows us and makes us perfect um but it's all in the word of god you don't need to go to any other book you know no self books self-help because jesus is who we want and want to get to know and he's the only way that things will change with his mercy and grace Hebrews 4, 12, it says, For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and moral, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And I just love that verse. It's my second favorite verse of the Bible because it talks about who the, what the word of God is and really who the word of God is. Jesus is living and active in us. And he's sharper than a two-edged sword. And he's able. He's the only one that can... Read the thoughts of our the thoughts of our minds and the intentions of our hearts, and we want them to be acceptable to him, and holy to him. And one of the biggest things that the Word of God does to any individual is it really makes you beautiful. When you're in the Word of God, it just changes you. It transforms every bit of your being. And I think of Moses um, when he was in the cloft of the rock and the glory went around him. He couldn't see God himself, but just the glory. He came back and he was shining, but he didn't know he was shining. He was in the presence of God. And that's what the word of God does to us. It helps us radiate Jesus. You know, people will be attracted to you because it's the love of God and the grace of God and mercy of that leads people to repentance it's not you know the law God. It's the it's, the, it's the God. psalm 119 and that's our main <laughs> um verses and this year psalm 119 i love psalm 119 i never realized how wonderful psalm 119 is about the hebrew language and oh if you dive deep in psalm 119 you will uh, find great trigger. I've read the Bible many times, but this year, Psalm 19 has come alive to me, and it really can help you with every problem. Um, Psalm 1950 says, this is my comfort in my afflictions, for your word has given me life. Your word has given me life. Um, When my son was in the hospital, he was in and out of the hospital for 11 months. Um, it was very difficult uh, all of his waking hours he's very 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 sick and I would um, uh, they would really pretty much put him to sleep so there was many hours in the hospital that uh, he ponder what this life is about well what would happen is um, I would start reading my bible and I just started soaking into God's word reading God's word we would have many hours of MRIs and, and the MRI. Uh, room. MRI, I would I go in and I'd be able to you know, take hours to one and a half to two hours to do the MRI on the specific situation that he had. And I would just read and read and read and in all of his waking hours. I said, look what Ryan, look, look, look what God gave us. And it helped me to go into God's word in a very deep way and really see who God really is. Because he's so good. He gives you everything that you need. So what you want to do with the word of God, and this is what I did in the hospital. I started reading it, studying it, believing it, marinating it, and being filled with it, being shaped by the word of God. And and the word of God is true life. And what I would recommend to you guys, if you haven't really studied deeply, is go into Titus 2, 3 to 5, and start, have that be one of your starting scriptures. And um, what you would do is, well, let me just say, the aged women likewise, so this is Titus 2, 3 to 5, the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becoming holy not gossipers, not given too much mind, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. And how you could start is by looking at what holiness is, What holiness is, what it's not, the opposite. What being a gossip, what does God say about being a gossip in the Word of God? Um, uh, What sober means, what does it mean to be sober, sober sober-minded? God, minded, I say. (laughs) And loving your husbands and loving your children are two different loves. To love your husband is a friendly lover. And uh, it's it's different. And it's really wonderful to look through these words in Titus two and really study them, and it'll help you to change your marriage and change your life. Just going through Titus two three, through five. I mean, it's very wonderful that for sixty five years we stayed with this same verse, and people said, "You know, how have you done that?" Well, how you do it is the Word of God never changes, and every personality that comes up here is so different. And, and it changes hearts. And you can just go for the, for times 2, 3, two, 5. Study that first. And become more beautiful. <laughs> the second thing besides um, getting to know Jesus is to um, overcome. And uh, overcome means to succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty. Conquer, defeat, to prevail over. Now, I want to let you know that when you lost a child, um, you never fully get over that. And a lot of women in our room have have endured that. That's not something you get over. But with God, you can, you know, it, it makes it easier. The Lord does help you. But it is something that is inside you that never goes away. But it's something inside you that also solidifies who god is and he helps you to live um one of the things that uh, you can do to overcome and to get better with grief or sorrow or troubles is um praising god praising god and looking looking at his attributes looking at who he is um he's our hiding place um he's the prince of peace He's all-knowing, so he knows everything. He's merciful, forgiving. He is acquainted with sorrow. Matter of fact, they said he is the man of sorrows. So we're loving we're loving a God that first loved us for one, that was a man of sorrows, and we'll never have the sorrows that he actually had. His sorrows were way more than we could ever even imagine. And for, for being perfect, he took our sin. And he was perfect. John 16 33. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world, you have tribulation, but take care courage courage. I have overcome the world. So we know a person that's overcome the world. So we know the end of we know the end of the story. My husband always says that when I get upset about things and uptight about the world and the issues of the world or the sorrows of this life. He says, oh, Jim, I want the <laughs> end of the book. <laughs> he just simplifies me so much. And then the second thing that you're going to do to overcome is put on the armor of God. And there is no one that I know that uh, reads scripture like Linda. So she's going to come up and she's going to be the armor of God to us. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Thank you, oh, Thank you. <laughs> you know it's funny because I—it's such a simple thing, right? Like just reading the Word of God, and and at first, I, I when people would tell me you read really good, I'm like, why? Right, really? um, but it's also something simple that God uses, and sometimes we think the gifts that He gives us are too small to use. So I encourage you guys, whatever, even if it's as simple as just reading the word of God, to take joy in every little gift that he's giving. So the armor of God, Ephesians 6, 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whatever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. That was even better than I thought. <laughs> well, the armor isn't that. Doesn't that just put it all together? <laughs> um, the armor of God uh, is so important. Um, for about two decades, I, have, I really was uh, given this gift of the armor of God. I didn't realize uh, how wonderful it is. And for 20 years, before I even stepped out of bed, put one foot on the ground, I put the full armor of God on. Because it's so, it's helped me in so many ways. Um, I can't even, I can't even fathom it. (laughs) How many ways? So many miracles happen that you don't realize. Um, uh, For instance, there was one day. uh, This is, uh, I was studying the Word of God with one of my friends at a coffee shop, and um, this homeless person was being kind of irate and really screaming and and I looked at him and he like me kind of and said, turn around don't look at me and, and it was kind of scary um, so I kept I had my, my back to him and he literally picked up a chair to hit me with the chair and the chair went sideways it didn't hit me it didn't even come close to me but he was pretty, he was about seven feet away from me and he went to throw a chair at me And my friend said, I think it was the armor of God that you (laughs) put on this morning. There were definitely angels around me and protecting me. And there's so many different things that you guys have, too, that the Lord has protected you from. James 1, 2 through 5. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, and that patience has its perfect work. That you may be perfect and complete and lacking in nothing. Isn't that wonderful? Um, knowing that God is—he has everything that is to happen. Your portion and everything that comes your way has been fitted for you, and you can do all things through Him. Uh, being able to help you with every single aspect of these these issues, all these trials. Because he says that we will have trials and tribulations as long as we're on this earth, because this is really, truly really not our home. We are sculpturers, we are traveling through. This is really a blink compared to eternity, if you think about it. But it is very important how we spend this time on earth. You know, it's very important that we magnify the Lord in our actions, in our thoughts, in our deeds that we magnify Jesus, we're living, we're living Jesus, we're ambassadors of Christ actually, and it's very important that we remember that we have a high calling to be ambassadors of Christ in the way that we live, with the words that we say, our words are very important, Um, we really do want to magnify the Lord in in our words when we're talking, and um, that's been one thing this year I've been really working on, my words, I'm trying to listen more. Um, listening takes some work from me. Um and uh, the Lord's help helping me. My family's really good. I'm trying to say Jan, mom, Jan, you need to listen. <laughs> I'm not finished. <laughs> oh boy. But lacking nothing, isn't that wonderful? Um that knowing that trials help. Gets you close to God. Um, I actually have had a um, health, very uh, very um, life-threatening health issue this year in March. And um, when I first heard about it, it was well, wow, this is another um, another bump in the road. <laughs> and um, you know, you think you know, once you go through one trial, you know, that's ma- magnified, you think that you're not going to have any more trials anymore, but it's not true. <laughs> trials come your way. Um, but I have to tell you, this trial um, has gotten my family closer together. Um, it's gotten us all closer to God. Uh, we all work together uh, even better. Uh, so it's made us better. It's making us uh, I uh, know that God is who he says he is again. You know, our days are already numbered. We don't have to worry about our days and when we'll go to heaven. But he does. He knows each day and he has them, he has them all ready for us. So it really uh, takes away uh, worry. And and um, um, and even when you're it's just so sad that you can't do anything else, just be still and know that he's God. Cause sometimes we, we don't have the words to pray. Um, I remember when my uh, daughter went to heaven. I was doing a journaling on utmost force ice. Utmost ice is very deep, and um, I just couldn't do it. I, I was trying, but I couldn't concentrate. So um, the Lord letting me songs. Well, what a better, what a, a great book to go to. David had so many sorrows, and some of them were from his own doing. But he was a man after God's own heart. And I tell you, uh, his teaching is the Lord's teaching, really. But it's so comforting to go into Psalms because it's easy to understand. And um, it's wonderful. Matter of fact, I do a little Bible study with Kim over there (laughs) in the book of Psalms. It's been wonderful. And the last of the J O Y is yielding to the Holy Spirit. And this takes practice, actually. This doesn't come naturally. Uh, Living out uh, Galatians 5.22, which is uh, the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. And what I do, um, when I put the armor of God on, actually, um, for the helmet of salvation, I thank the Lord for saving me. and I. Ask the Lord to help my thought life, help me to renew my mind in the obedience of him. And um, I put on the fruit of the spirit and I want to put on holy fruit. I want to put on good fruit. And what that fruit looks like that's from the Holy Spirit is love, which is his love. That's loving the unlovable. It's easy to love someone that loves you. But let me tell you, when someone doesn't love you, it's hard to love and it takes God's strength to love them. It takes strength to have joy in uh, the midst of such hardship. But your strength is from the Lord, knowing that the Lord has everything in control. He's going to take care of everything. He's going to work it out. And it's it's the joy from Him. It's not anything that you can get from the world. And the peace that surpasses understanding that is from the Lord also, He he gives us peace that you can be peaceful in these times of troubles. And people watch you and say, how does she have peace? And then you can tell them my peace comes from the Lord. He's he's my all in all. Patience. How do you be patient when people are all around you um, being rude and cruel? (laughs) You know? Um, But no, look at them through the eyes of God. You know, they're in the image of God. You know, so we want to, we're God imagers, bearers, and they are too. So you never know. I mean, you might be their only Bible again that they read or their, your kindness, your smile might actually save someone's life. You know, I've heard of people stating that they were going to go home and commit suicide and someone was kind to them. And nice to them and change their mind. We want people to change their mind to them as it's happened. goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and be faithful in spite of the faithless. You know, be faithful. God has been faithful to us. When we realize how much God loves us, we can um be, be faithful to know that He is in control of all things. He loves us so much, no trial, no tribulation, no sin, can take us away from the love of God, which is in Romans uh, 8.30, 8.30, I believe. And it's very important that we get in the habit of renewing our minds, that we get into the habit of exchanging um, your thought life to the beings of Jesus Christ which I love to um, uh, look at Philippians uh, eight and it talks about um, being true and noble and pure and just, well, lovely good did report, praiseworthy and meditate on these things. These are the things that you want to meditate on. And what I do um, now, because I've had to really watch the way I think, when you have these trials, you can go straight into the depths of them, you know, the days that your child has died or the day that the trouble, whatever it is. I mean, it could be divorce. It could be um, you just, there's many trials. There's many processes that this room is filled with, you know. Um, But I, I have practiced, is this really true what I'm thinking? I mean, is it truly true? Is this praiseworthy? Is this noble? Is this what you want me to spend my time thinking about God? and um, lovely Uh, I think of the Lord and it's amazing what he does he changes your way when you do this, when you start practicing this because then it can become a habit that the immediate that that negative, toxic whatever thought it is it can automatically go to uh, you know um, God's ways you know and um, what we need to do is Colossians 3, 2 through 5. We need to set our minds on things above, not on the things on this earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who was our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And I, that word, died, really got me. For you died. See, we we suffer with Christ. And when we Realize that Jesus was for us. We really kind of died to ourselves, and we need to do that every day. Die to yourself and magnify God. Die to yourself, magnify God. And He's the one that we we live for, anyway. He's the one that gives us. gives uh, It's all for His glory. It's all for our good and His glory. And you think, well, how could? Losing a child be good, you know? And I have pondered that question. <laughs> now, he doesn't say that everything is good because of the fall of man. But I do look at Ryan and Chantel's lives, and I look at, wow, they had full lives. 11 years for my boy. He had such a full life. It's amazing. But he really loved Jesus, and and he got to go to be with Jesus at the age of 11, you know. And 11 years, if you think about it, 11 years is quite a long time, you know. But um, his life was just so full. Cool. It was fuller than most people's lives I've ever seen. And then our daughter, that uh, with her fiancé, by the way, her fiancé did go with the Lord, too. They both were 22. And he became our child, too. We love to now Michael Ryan. We love them so much. And he's the reason why she has a guitar and um, wants to start learning how to play the guitar. Um, But those two loved the Lord. And they they were a really beautiful example of Christ living in them uh, together. And um, instead of marrying each other, I'd say they married Jesus. And it's a beautiful thing knowing that that they gave, that God gave me those gifts, and gave me Janelle, my boy, they're gifts, our husbands, are gifts, our friends, you guys are gifts to me, this Bible study is a gift, and when you start looking at it that way, and looking at it internally, I mean, they're in heaven, they don't have to suffer it here, I mean, this is a, this is a hard suffering place, you know, um, it's a battlefield, actually, and, um, but one day we will be there. And it will be just like a blink. I think of um, <clears throat> during the very anguished times, I think of um, Matthew eleven twenty eight, And uh, Valerie and I were saying this last week, I think, or the week before. And it's, let me get it. This is one of my favorite Bible verses of all times. It is really my favorite Bible verse. It's helped me throughout. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, you know, I think of the Lord. Um, It says that he is gentle and humble in heart, Our our magnificent God. Is gentle and humble at heart. And I think of him as really down on his knees. Um, sometimes those tears come so hard and heavy and long um, that all you can do is say, God, just please help me. Help me at this time. Give me rest. Let me go to sleep. Help me to, to not think about these things. And that really was the first um, days and weeks after losing a child, your favorite thing is to sleep because that's the only time that you do not feel pain. It is so painful. Um, But then you wake up and you're still in that same situation, but it's a little fresher every day, a little fresher. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, we weren't made for this. Really, you really think about it—the Garden of Eden. You know, we were walking with God and talking with God, and and um, and then the fall happened. But God, all He, he knew, He saw no, He knows that all these things are going to happen. So He is, He is um, what we need at these times. So to put it in a nutshell. Um, Jesus is our true joy. Joy only comes from Jesus. And you know, you think of joy even in the good times, you know, we don't we don't want to get that joy, take it for granted, because the good times are what help you for the bad times. I think of Joseph, he made a decision early in life, when he was a teenager, that he wasn't going to sin against God. Now we're never gonna not sin, but he made a decision that no matter what, he was gonna honor God. And and so all the trials and tribulations he went through, he honored God. And that's what we want. We want to honor God in the good times so that in the bad times, um and, and there'll be it's so it's like the ways I mean there's good times, bad times, good times, bad times. And when you have these bad times, it really magnifies the good times. The good times are really even better when you've gone through so much hardship. And the word of God is life. God, uh, Jesus says that He gives life, and He gives it abundantly. And if you have the Lord, and you have His word. He, he gives life. And putting on the full armor of God helps you to overcome. It helps you to live this life. It helps you to be prepared to be prepared for answers to give to people that need the Lord. You know and you can say the armor in so many different ways without even putting god into the armor but god knows that that he's in on um jesus has already overcome the world that we remember that you know we know the end of the story you know even though sometimes you have to look at the lord in seconds because sometimes you are in so much pain for instance when i was in the hospital i had I was poked so many times, I was poked in the stomach um, and I, I, my husband would hold my hand and he, uh, we would recite Psalm 23 as I being poked every place <laughs> and um, Psalm 23 is such a, a Psalm of um, comfort very much. So, so comforting. And making a habit of removing your mind and thinking on things uh, above, not on things of this world. But making habits, making habits, that means that you almost are, it's almost like breathing. So as these bad thoughts come into your mind, is it true? Is this honorable? Is this praiseworthy, noble, pure? Um, And also making a a habit of, uh, reading god's word if you can't read it every day you know don't give yourself grace it's all by grace we can start out also by reading proverbs every day or a Psalm every day um of the day of the week that's helpful uh to kind of sum things up to make it you know easier to remember you know and um Remember how you live your life on this earth is important. It's very important that we point ourselves to Jesus. Remember who he is. Remember he's I am. He's going to take care of us. He's for us, not against us. And remember especially those times that are really hard, that sometimes you have to put your seconds into his hands. Say, okay, Lord, I need you right now. Um, And uh, I hope that that is uh, beneficial for you all Um, because uh, this Bible study really has helped me to really start going and guiding into the word of God, helping me learn how to read the Bible, how to study the Bible, how to study words, and it it has made the Bible alive to me. Um, Naomi just had a way, uh, and Jennifer too, and Sheila, and all of them, the ones here uh made a way to make the Bible alive to help you in your marriage. I've seen marriages that were ready for divorce that have come here that have been restored and just beautiful hundreds, probably thousands of marriages that are going all around Zoom, all around. So thank you very much. And um uh, I will pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day God. Thank you that my daughter was able to sing and and Lord, the songs that she sung are all so beautiful, touching our hearts. Such a worship day. Yeah, Lord, I thank you for being in my life and this Titus Two Ministry, Christtown Bible Study. Thank you for all the women that have gone before me and all the women here. And Lord, help us with each aspect of our lives. Help our minds. Help us to be able to be great examples of you, you and ambassadors of you as we go through these, uh, oh, so many different levels of trials and tribulations. But knowing that you are testing our faith and you're producing us uh, something really wonderful and that you have overcome all things that you are for us, God. And that you love us so much that not one thing that comes our way has not been filtered through you, and that you haven't given us everything that we need. And I thank you for this day, and I thank you for all of you coming here, and, um, we love you, Lord, thank you. Thank you.